What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to season three of the Good Men Exist podcast. A lot of people always ask me about the music on the show. They say, Jarrell, what is that song on show number, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, technically it is in the show notes. But because I do get asked about the music on the show, I decided to put together a YouTube music playlist. So not only that, you'll have music from season one, season two, and season three. You will also be able to listen to the podcast on YouTube. So even if you have Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is you listen to my podcast on, why not throw YouTube in there for good measure? Hey, I would greatly appreciate it. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. I just got some questions, babe. Do you really want to leave me to myself? Do the days that we spend even matter to you? Does my heart ever cross your mind? It's today when we decide that we can't waste no more time. We always going back and forth. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. So one thing I wanted to do before we get started is I want to thank everyone who has listened to my podcast at one point or another. Everyone who is a subscriber to the podcast, anyone who has ever shared any of my content on any social media platform, whether I have seen it or I have not seen it, I am very appreciative of it. I'm grateful. I just wanted to take the time out to say thank you for being so kind to share your time with me and to also share my content with someone else. That's how I grow. That's how people learn about the show. And as much effort as I do put into this, I can't do it without you all. So thank you so much. A million times over. All right. So now let's dive in. You see what the title is? Treat your relationship like a business. You all have somewhat heard me talk about this before, and I know it sounds crazy to say, but I personally have been an advocate of this for a very long time. For those of you who do know me, you know that I'm as efficient as possible. I always try to map out my time, strategize, think of ways six, seven, eight steps ahead to ensure that I am ready to go for whatever I need to do. Wasted time is just not something I believe in, so I try to eliminate as much of that as possible unless it is built in to what I'm trying to do. But when you think about business, business, you know, it's just very straightforward. It's strategic. It's smart. And if you do it right, you can be very successful in it. So why not implement some of the strategies used in businesses for relationships so you can be successful in your relationship? Crazy thing is, is that who actually thinks of a relationship the way it should be thought of? If you want to actually be successful within a relationship, you need to do work to ensure its success. Getting in it and having sex and going out on dates and accidentally or purposely having kid isn't what makes it a relationship. The relationship part has to be present to actually make it a relationship. People can go through the motions of anything. There's married couples who go through the motions of being married. There's people in relationships who go through the motions of being in a relationship. Doesn't make them any more married and doesn't make them any more of a good couple within a relationship. So when we look at the process of businesses, if we were a candidate, essentially someone would post on Indeed or LinkedIn or wherever. Hey, we have a position open, but not just any position. Here is what we're looking for. Here's the title. Here's the job description. Here's a little bit about us. Here's some of the basic qualifications. Here's what's preferred. 
So they outline for you exactly what they're looking for. Then they bring in candidates. You say, hey, you know what? We think we have a few qualified folks. Let's bring them in. Let's see what they're about. And seeing what they're about, you ask them about their experience. You ask them some basic questions about who they are, what they've done, what are their goals. And then maybe if you have 12, maybe you narrow it down to four and then from four to one. And then after you have that one, you start the job. But before we dive too deep into the on job training, let's take a few steps back and talk about how this relates directly to relationships. Just like with the HR department, you know that you are at a point in your life that you are ready. You're open to receive candidates for your heart. Businesses typically hire only when they have available resources to pay said candidate. Of course, unless it's a startup and then they're handing out equity in addition to maybe a small salary. But in this case, we're just going to use a fully operational company just to not get into the specifics of things. So now this company says, all right, we have the resources available. We have a need for this position. Let's put it out there. So you, you being the person in this case, you have healed from anything that has been bothering you. You are not triggered by many things. You are ready to go. And now your resources, your heart, it is available. It has space. It is open to be filled with someone else because you yourself are in a space where you are happy by yourself and you can be happy with someone else. And if that someone else leaves, yes, it will be difficult for a time, but your original happiness still remains. So with that understanding, you are ready to solicit love. So maybe you go on Match.com, Tinder, Bumble, Facebook dating, whatever your medium is. And you say, hi, my name is Sean. I am 26. I do this for a living. This is what I'm looking for. If you feel like you meet this or I seem like I would be interesting, feel free to message me and we can see where it goes from there. Very similar to that initial step, right? So you put it out there that, hey, I am available. You get suitors. Suitors come and then you say, all right, you know, this person's all right, but eh, not really there. It's not clicking. Oh, this person's OK, but I'm not that attracted to them. Whatever. Right. So now you have two or three that you're interested in. So you say, all right, the conversation is good via messages on these apps or whatever. Let's take it to the phone. Or if you just want to skip that part, take it to the, the Panera, the Starbucks, whatever. But I think most people maybe start on the phone. Right. Or am I old? I don't know. So we'll start there because that's all I know. So then you take it to the phone and then you'll be able to see, OK, what's the communication like? Let's talk about a few things. Are we compatible? Where do you want to go? Because if you're dating with purpose, anything that doesn't align shouldn't be present, right? So you have to ask these questions ahead of time. Compatibility questions are important. And then what is common for you? Common being connection. What can we relate to one another? What brings us closer together? And then after that, maybe you meet two of them in person, right? We're still narrowing down the process, just like in any standard hiring procedures. Then after a few days, you can kind of see, you know, who you're most compatible with, who you have the best connection with, who is an excellent communicator. And then you make a decision. All right. I feel like he or she is great. They have this, this and this. Let's see where it goes. You're hired, a.k.a. let's make it official. Right. So these processes aren't so different. So now let's go back to the corporate environment. If it's an environment worth their salt, you know, they'll onboard you. Part of the onboarding is, you know, giving you a little bit more information about the corporation, some of the expectations. You meet a few different people. And then if you're lucky, you know, you have the on the job training or if it's not on the job training, maybe you watch a few videos, whatever the case may be. And then you do this until, you know, they're ready to throw you to the wolves and see what you got. 
Now taking a step back in the relationship, like I said before, you're hired, AKA we're together. So now after a few dates, you feel like this is really going well, you know, maybe you go out, maybe you double date, right? Meet a few friends, maybe meet family down the road. And then, you know, you begin again to learn a little bit more about one another. And then here is the important part. The training is different in the relationship world, right? Instead of it being one-sided saying, hey, this is how I do this. And this is how we've done that. And this is just the way that it's always going to be. You get to learn both sides. And then you get to talk to the other person about your likes, dislikes, pet peeves, what makes you happy, what makes you sad. And then the other person gets to do the same. While it's not called training, it is still learning one another. And on the job training, you're learning something. In the relationship, you're still learning something. And while this isn't very blatant, it's important because I'm going to tell you why. A man or a woman who is genuinely interested in you, you don't have to tell them things over and over and over. Something as small as, oh, my favorite color is purple. You should just know that it's small in the grand scheme of things. Does it really matter? Uh, debatable, right? It depends on how deep that person is in that purple. They got the room purple. They didn't got the car painted purple. Like, hey, okay, maybe it's serious. But outside of that, you'll know when a person takes a genuine interest in you because they'll just start remembering shit that you forgot you told them. You'll be like, damn, did I tell you that? And they'll be like, yeah, last Monday at seven o'clock, the weather was sunny slight breeze and they'll be like damn okay but it's just that special feeling you get like wow this person actually cares and in learning that i talked about this in my last episode the the three c's and now in learning now you get to learn the good things and the bad things and it's important for me to learn because i pick up on things i'm very observant and if i care about you there's a lot of things that i remember but is the communication there is the compatibility there is the connection there and these aren't as important in the beginning as they will be later so learning them early is pertinent to the trajectory of your success for example if you're upset and I know that you're a person who likes to maybe wait 30 minutes an hour and then talk about it. After that, after I notice that something's wrong, say, hey, you seem like, like something's bothering you. I noticed that earlier. What's up? Like, what's going on? And you have two choices. You can say, oh, I'm still, I still feel a way about it. I want to be able to communicate it properly without being mad and anything like that. So I just need a little bit more time. I'll say, cool. I understand. But don't wait too long. Or you'll say, no, nothing's bothering me. And I'm going to say, OK, because I'm not about to sit here and ask 21 questions when we're both adults and we're both mature and we both can speak to one another. I'm not a vaunt. I can't read your mind. I can read your mind. Babe. I can read. I know what you're and I know. But I am Joe. I want to know. I want to know. But that's why communication is important. And that's the all encompassing communication. That's not just the audible clues. Like I said, then maybe she, you know, he or she starts bringing you around friends and family. Same thing as introducing you to your coworkers. And now you get thrown to the wolves. Now you're all in. And with a corporation, you know, you have time to sink or swim. You know, unless your job is is life or death, you get a little bit of time to get adjusted. And same thing in a relationship. Maybe you moved in with each other now. And it's going to take a little bit of time to get adjusted, but this is where we want to go. So let's see how it goes. And here's where it gets important. In any corporation, small business, startup, doesn't matter. At some point, you meet with people weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever it is, to discuss status, where the company is, where you want to go, new initiatives, so on and so forth. There's a reason that corporations do this, because they don't want too long of a time to go past 
without them having a solid understanding of where they're going. And this is very important in a relationship. It's a reason that you set meetings to discuss things in the corporate world or in business. So why is that not something that is incorporated in relationships? It doesn't have to be formal, but it definitely needs to be a thing. It's a level set of where you are in your relationship. Once a quarter, at the very least, you should set aside time with one another and say, hey, how are you feeling? Is there anything bothering you? What's going on? And if nothing is going on and everything is great, it can be a five minute conversation and you can move on. But if it isn't, then you should have the right and the ability to have that conversation in a safe space and check in on each other. What's the status of our relationship? How are you feeling? Because you should care about each other and understand that when too much time passes without things being properly communicated and in some cases resolved, it's going to start being some negative actions in your relationship. All of a sudden there's attitudes for no reason. All of a sudden you're arguing a lot more. All of a sudden there's resentment from somewhere. And if you can do this by yourself, excellent. If you feel that therapy is something that could also assist, do that. I don't know why there's a notion that therapy when things are good is a negative thing. That's the exact opposite. All that is, is maintenance. It don't matter how much your car costs. If you don't get the oil change, if you don't get an alignment, if you don't take it in for checkups, that could be a $150,000 car that'll break down in six months because you didn't do the things you needed to do to maintain it in the meantime. So why should relationships be thought of any differently? Communicate with your partner. And just like in the corporate world, when you're doing well, you get rewarded. You get a raise, you get a promotion. In a relationship, when things are going well, you get married, you have kids, you go on vacations together, you experience different things, you grow closer, you grow deeper with one another. And so when you look at it, running your relationship like a business is not so different than how they do it in the corporate world. If anything, and it's perfectly fine if you disagree, it sets you up for success better than just going in, just doing whatever. Tell me I'm wrong. I hear you. But you got to come with some solid information if you're saying that it isn't. Because I guarantee you that my relationships, by me operating this way, will have a higher propensity for success than yours just by winging it. And I'll put money on that all day. So the point is, if the relationship that you want to turn into marriage is the case, go in asking the questions that you need. Be specific about what you want early. Communicate that. Determine how compatible you are. Determine if there's common interests in your connections. And then... Be selective of who you let in your life. Be selective of who you let around your friends and your family and your children if you have them. Pay attention to the red flags, yellow flags. If something isn't working, cut it off. Fire them. If it is, promote them. Grow with them. Learn with them. And eventually, set aside time to check in. How are you doing? How are we doing? Are we still headed the same way we were in the beginning? Ask those questions. Create that safe space. It'll do you well. Don't wait to the end till the car's broken down, aka your relationship is broken down, and then go see a therapist. Because at that point, you've fallen so far downhill that you have so much higher to trek up because you didn't stop it sooner. So that's why I say start treating your relationships like a business because businesses under the right conditions are built for success. Why not ensure that the same processes are used for the success of your relationship? And like I said, if you disagree, let me know. Tweet me, DM me, throw something in the comments. I would love to know if you feel like I'm completely off base or if you have a different perspective. I'm all ears. But if you enjoy this episode, be sure to share it with somebody. Tell a friend, tell a family member. I would greatly appreciate it. If you aren't already subscribed to the podcast, I would greatly appreciate that. If you have a topic for the show, DM me, tweet me, write in. Goodmanexistpodcast at gmail.com if you want to be on the show. 
to discuss a certain topic, whatever, let me know. We'll get you on. As usual, I hope each and every one of you is doing well. And as always, be great, people. Back and forth